Buongiorno and welcome to the Global Podcast, where we keep you up to date on the latest trends and insights on diplomacy in international development. I'm your host, Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Techum Global Consultancy, based here in London, which produces this series. In this podcast, I sit down with thought leaders, diplomats, and experts on the field, as well as provide analysis from our own team at Pax to talk more about the need for diplomacy in international development in order to foster political will around greater social impact and good. So grab your headphones and let's get on with the show. On today's episode of the Global Podcast, we're going to look at the case of Turkey in Somalia, of all places. Now, Somalia doesn't turn up in the news as frequently these days, but sadly, when it does, this extremely misunderstood country simply is showcased for the slew of instability which has plagued the country since the fall of former Somali dictator Siad Barre in 1994, resulting in the infamous Black Hawk Down incident as well in Mogadishu. But what the press hasn't been showing is that Somalia, since 2012, has been making strides towards stability and progress. Yes, Al-Shabaab still poses an issue, especially in the Mogadishu area, but slews of Somalis from the diaspora have been returning to Mogadishu and to Somalia, looking to develop it further. While Somalia is far from a haven of sustainable development and potential investment, it has surprisingly caught the eye of one country in particular who is looking to invest in it further. And no, it's not the usual suspect of China, but Turkey. So what has led Turkey into taking such a sweet interest in Somalia? The link has been around now since the age of the Ottoman Empire, but during contemporary history, Ankara has been maintaining links with Mogadishu persistently, including being the one and only airline for a long time to have continuous travel between Turkey and Somalia via Turkish Airways. But as of late, Somalia has recently come forward to Turkey, offering it to commence offshore exploration oil off the Sea of Mogadishu, an offer which, according to Bloomberg, Turkish PM Recep Erdogan gladly accepted. What has led Somalia to give such a preferential treatment to Somalia in this way, leaving other countries questioning? Well, the reason is because Turkey has been involved in Somalia beyond just the Turkish airway routes. It has been involved in the construction of hospitals, schools, roads, and even rebuilding the airport, especially during the height of the Somali conflict in 2011, which saw famine that killed more than 250,000 Somalis, according to UN reports. Turkey also has the largest embassy in Mogadishu and is the country's fifth biggest partner in imports, providing an additional $1.8 billion in aid, according to a 2013 report from The Guardian, demonstrating the level of influence the country has locally. Because of this influence, Somali parents have even been calling their children Istanbul and Erdogan as names at birth, which gives you a hint of the level of gratitude many Somalis have for Turkey. But with this new step up in relationship, what does it mean for the country? But most specifically, what can this mean for businesses as well as sustainable development and peace for the country? Now, without a doubt, Turkey has always viewed Somalia as a frontier market, and we invite you to listen to our podcast episode where we spoke with frontier expert Gavin Sarkin more about this concept on the Global Podcast. But to put it simply, a frontier market is a type of developing country which is more developed than the least developing countries, but either too small, risky, or illiquid to be generally considered an emerging market. 
And Somalia clearly fits that bill. Somalia is still considered to be among the top 10 dangerous countries in the world and has been considered far too risky for many businesses or investors to pursue at all. But while Mogadishu has been given a passing glance by many countries looking for greater investment, Turkey is taking advantage of what it calls the first mover advantage, finding it much more profitable in the long term to start building and spending in Somalia now and reap the benefits later. In a way, Turkey's exploration of Somalia and development of the country paved its way for more preferential treatment, such as this oil agreement demonstrates, despite Somalia's government continuing to assist that the tender will be transparent and open to all potential investors. This opportunity paves the way for Turkish jobs, for Turkish citizens, and Turkish businesses to begin exploring Somalia as a way to expand further into the country, offering jobs to many Somalis, which Turkey has already been doing, offering thousands of scholarships, for example, to Somalis to study in Istanbul, provided that they return to Mogadishu and take their skills back, which will only continue to increase the relevance that the country has in Somalia. With Turkish businesses and Turkish investment comes Somali jobs and Somali stability and a potential chance at peace. Let's remember that many people go to war because of a lack of hope in jobs and food. And with more jobs, many may be keen to ditch the gun, particularly those partaking in al-Shabaab, as stated in the article by Pfeffer and Pemberton in Foreign Policy Focus. However, let's also be realistic that the dynamics of Somalia are far too complex to, to explain in such simple terms. There's a notion of tribalism and a long, long, long history as well too to take into consideration. But this is still a first step towards sustainable peace. Nevertheless, the impact is potentially high. As Turkey gains relevancy, so do Turkish businesses and so do Turkish NGOs and social entrepreneurs looking to increase impact in their work. So could the Turkish gamble on Somalia inspire others to follow suit? It could be. As in business and investment, there's always risk. And Somalia could be worthwhile for that. Time will only tell, and the more successful Turkey is in Somalia, provided the country grows accordingly, the more others will definitely follow suit. So stay tuned, Somalia may be something for you to look out at. That brings us to the end of this edition of the Global Podcast. I'm Jesu Antonio Baez, Director of Pax Tech and Global Consultancy, which produces this series. Please do check out our website at www.paxtechandglobal.org. That's P-A-X-T-E-C-U-M-G-L-O-B-A-L dot org to discover more about our work. You can also follow this podcast and the work of PAX on both Twitter and LinkedIn. And if you like this podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and of course subscribe on both Spotify and Apple Podcast. Join us next week for another edition. And until next time, grazie e ci sentiamo presto. Ciao!